Hi everyone, welcome along to today's podcast. Um, my name's Debbie Roberts and I'm from Property Apprentice and today's subject we're talking about how to protect what you value the most. So when you ask someone what it is that you value the most, most people think immediately of their family you know, and loved ones. But when you're talking to an insurance agent, often the first thing that you think about is the property and possessions that you own. So I think it's really important that today we cover the whole bases especially if you're interested in increasing your net worth, then you need to make sure that you're protecting the whole picture, not just your properties that you're looking at purchasing. Okay, so with me today, I've got Mike McCarthy from my team, Mortgages and Insurance team, and I've got Isaac Mutu from O'Connor Warren. So a lot of our clients at Property Apprentice have already worked with Mike from my team. He does an insurance audit or a review of what your current insurances are. Now, you don't have to be a client of Property Apprentice to work with either Mike or Isaac. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand over to Mike now so he can talk about what he does as part of that insurance review and why it's important and then what insurances he covers, and then uh, we'll introduce Isaac to you, we'll introduce you to him again, and then Isaac can talk about what he does and the reason why we refer to him. All right, so over to you, Mike. Cool. Hey, uh, thanks, Debbie. Good to see you again, Isaac. My role essentially is to make sure that people understand their insurances first. Many people have brokers or people that have sold them insurances that they've lost touch with and they just pay money and just forget what it's all about and, and, and what they're actually paying for. So that's primarily the first thing. And also next is to make sure that the insurance you have is, is relevant for your situation because as time goes on, your needs change. You may be married, you may have kids, you may have grown up kids, you may have less debt. So over that life stage, your needs change and your requirements for insurance also change. So uh, many people also, like Debbie said, set their families as their most important thing in, in their lives, which is absolutely true. Uh, it, then you think of your most important asset, and many people don't actually consider that their actual ability to earn is actually the most important asset. Their ability to borrow is their most important asset. So many of us have uh, goals and dreams, whether it's to retire with, with rental income or whether it's to retire on a on a beach sipping cocktails, et cetera. And you can have the best advisors along this, this process, whether it's Debbie advising you on property investment, whether it's lawyers, whether it's accountants, and things can be very predictable. And, and the key thing really that, that I worry about for my clients is the unpredictability. What can actually get in the way of those goals and dreams? It's those left field events that completely derail some people if they don't have the right sort of um, protection in place, isn't it? And I, I mean, just speaking from my experience with our clients that have worked with you, you've saved so many of our clients a lot of money because they were paying for insurance that they just didn't need anymore. So be a bit of a raving fan for Mike for a minute. We've got clients that are like, he was awesome, not salesy. You know, not salesy, because that's the point. Like Mike's there with you for, for the duration. So he wants to make sure that he keeps your business rather than just do a one-off sale and, and yeah, and walk away. Absolutely. It's about the advice and just making sure that your insurances are relevant. Because like I said, through your life stages, your needs change. What I was just going to mention also is that from the biggest things that can happen that can derail you from an unpredictability perspective is 
is your house, for example, might burn down or your your tenants may um, be smoking meth and you may not be correctly insured. And that's where the likes of Isaac uh, steps in, who's amazing around the fire and general side of things, uh, etc. Um, the other alternative, that the unpredictable things that can happen in life is you may lose your partner, you may lose your income. So what happens there? The idea is that you may take a financial hit, but our job is to make sure that you can recover from that financial hit and, and, and keep those dreams alive. And not lose everything that you've worked so hard for in the meantime. One of our close personal friends had a head injury, quite a nasty head injury, and we're talking two years down the track and she's mm. still not working full time. So things like that, if you don't have the right sort of income protection or, well, I don't know the right terms for the yeah. insurance, but yeah, you've got to have the right sort of protection in place. Otherwise that can really affect things. She could have mm. potentially lost her house and everything. So. Mm. And part of it is also understanding where ACC fits in, because that is a type of insurance that, that everyone pays for, and I'm an expert on that. So, and, and make sure that um, you understand how that's going to affect your, your existing insurances, etc. Mm. So it's really, really important to actually review your insurances. Uh, so just, just, just lean on me, give me a call, and have a good guide you through uh, anything, whether it's cost reduction, which is also a big thing that um, a lot of people have approached me about lately as well. As you get older, your, your premiums increase, especially when it's ensuring your health. There's strategies to deal with that. And when it comes to getting lending, if you're paying for insurance that you don't need, that'll affect your borrowing capacity as well because your expenses will be higher. So it's really important that you do have a review of your insurances to make, to make sure that you're not paying for stuff that you don't mm. need. So, Mike, do you want to just um, give a quick summary about the types of insurances that you can help people with and then what you what we refer to Isaac for yeah my specialist area is really ensuring your ability to work mortgage protection income protection making sure it's the right type for you making sure that you're not overinsured making sure that what you've got equals your your attitude to risk health insurance trauma insurance which generally pays a lump sum and also life insurance as well and understanding what is a good amount and, and what is a relevant amount for your situation, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're divorced, whether you're, you're getting older, whether you've got debt, whether you haven't got debt, et cetera. So it's about having that relevance and, and not paying for more than what you need, but making sure that you cover it and you understand exactly what, what is going to happen. We've previously done a podcast with Mike where you talked about the benefits for self-employed people talking mm. to you about their ACC uh, because that can make a significant difference to business owners as well. So, yeah, if, you, if you're in any of those situations, then Mike's the person to go to. Okay, Mike, so if, if someone wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to reach you? Well, just give us a call on 0800 8822 You can text message me 021 36 48 48 or just send me an email, mike at myteam.co.nz. And just remember it's M-I-Team for mortgages and insurance, not MY team. We talk about it being my team, but it's I. So um, just as full disclosure, I can't remember whether I said this at the beginning or not, but Paul and myself, so the owners of Mm -hmm. Property Apprentice, we're also part owners in my team. So just full disclosure there, we, uh, we have got a shareholding in that business as well. All right, so if someone gets in touch with you, Mike, and they get an insurance review done to make sure they're not paying for dumb insurance, 
then you refer in certain situations, you refer them through to Isaac? Absolutely, yeah. So what, 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 what's a really good idea is if you can get any of your policy documents that you may have, or even just look at who you're paying you know, on your bank statement. If you can't find any information, look who you're paying, you'll see a policy numbers generally on your bank statement. Ring them, they'll ID you over the phone, and they'll send you through your policy documents. Send it through, and I, I can just explain to you exactly what it means and, and how it works. A lot of people send through their house contents insurance, car insurance, and a lot of people are also looking for, for rental cover. And, and that's where Isaac comes into it, who's our specialist. And he's uh, been working with Isaac for years, and uh, we've, we've kept in contact. And he's, he's the man when it comes to looking at that side of insuring your assets. In, in simplistic terms, if we sort of consider that Mike looks after the the insurance scope for, for people and people problems and people's inability to, to work or, or generate their income. I guess if we, if we siloed that, I guess the, the comparison I would make to Mike is that Mike looks after and arranges the insurance for the people and my side of the fence, which is a totally different qualification, is the it's the bricks and mortar, the physical assets themselves and the liability that comes along with owning and operating the, those assets, be it something that's as simple and benign as a vehicle or a house, through to through to large companies, everyone has they've, they've got um, requirements um, that they have to abide by. Particularly if we use the example of of property owners with tenants, there are lots of obligations and rules. Many people have requirements and, and lending obligations that are tied to that, which require certain types of insurance. In simplistic terms, it's the the physical assets versus versus Mike looking after the people and the, the people challenges. Excellent. And one of the things that we've certainly noticed, uh, especially over the last couple of years with rapidly increasing house prices, is that a lot of people are underinsured for their home, aren't they, and, and their rental properties. Do you want to talk a little bit about the replacement value issues that, that we've seen? Yeah, occasionally you still see, once you have an understanding of what you're doing, you'll realise really quickly that a market value or a purchase price has no correlation whatsoever um, to the actual rebuild value of your home. And as technology has advanced, what, what we have seen is people move to a whole raft of calculators to qualify the, the rebuild value of their homes. And I, for one, I'm not a quantity surveyor or evaluer. I wouldn't know how to put a, I wouldn't know how to put a dollar value um, on my home. And that's where the likes of these um, calculators that have been online free calculators that have been developed over time have become relied on to the point where some of them are, are hardwired into a lot of those insurance companies' websites because one of the first things people will do is they'll hop online and they'll want to work out a quote. But obviously, uh, those the pricing for your insurance a lot of the time is based on, obviously, first and foremost, that that rebuild value. And it's it's how you come to quantifying that rebuild um, value and the last three years has been a great example of rampant increases in, in construction materials those are all the sorts of pressures or inflationary pressures that go into calculating that and um, people like to throw round numbers at rebuild costs so you have take a look at it they take a, the old school square meter rate or that might be 350 or 400,000 is probably going to be enough now that becomes quite dangerous because if it's just a, a dart at a dartboard, then you, you can use that as a benchmark against other insurers. But what often happens is you might have a nice low premium price and you might be saving yourself, you know, 
arguably a couple of hundred dollars a year potentially. But the other side of the fence is that 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 under insurance could result in you being short hundreds of thousands in the event that you completely lose your house in a fire flood or otherwise. The other side of the, the fence is it really comes down to individuals and I guess their their appetite to to put the I guess the effort into attention to detail. Now, quantity surveyors and valuers are probably the still the safest way to go in terms of quantifying that value for your home. And I say that because with these online calculators, you have nobody to hold to account if they get it wrong. When you're paying for a professional service, like a valuer or a quantity surveyor, uh, if anything does go wrong, you get to hold them to account for that error in the, in the advice or professional service that they've given you. Whereas if you've just procured a number from an online calculator, I'm fairly certain there are terms and conditions in all of them that say it's all care, no responsibility. And, and I guess a large part of it is, is education of individuals and, and what they're actually agreeing to and, and potentially just making sure that you can, if, if you need to, where to find those professional services to assist with it. One of the common things that, that we've seen over the over the last 12 years that we've been running Property Apprentice is that, and especially with all the changes in the way that insurance worked as far as replacement costs go, one of the things that we noticed was that when people were using the online calculators, they weren't taking into account the cost of de- demolition. Like if, if your house burns, it doesn't burn clean to the ground. <laughs> so you'll have some demolition and removal costs involved as well. And a lot of time people didn't take that into account. So yeah, absolutely agree with you. Getting a quantity survey is a good idea because they will factor that in when they're coming up with a valuation, you know, an estimate for the value to replace it. Yep. And and, and that's that's some of the other concerns. And it's more around an education piece because a lot of people have just taken comfort historically and punching some numbers in online and getting a number that is competitive against another number, but it's really the the groundwork that goes into to setting that figure that that you're basing everything off. Because yes, that number is going to increase because we look in we look in our own construction industry. We've got a huge labour shortages, timeframes to rebuild things, and nothing's getting it being done any faster. And and with like I was saying earlier, with those big increases in construction costs, the same piece of timber is probably going to be seven to ten percent more expensive. In 12 months time and all of that those are all the factors that need to go into that and as as, as lay people we're not qualified to to guess those numbers or make educated forecasts on what those are going to be which is which is where the likes of the the surveys and the, the, the quantity surveys have some real value and so as far as giving landlords a bit of protection against situations where good tenants turn bad, Mike talked about this a little bit earlier. If your tenant has a big party and contaminates your house with methamphetamine or turns it into a P-lab, God forbid. But I mean, seriously, although it doesn't happen a lot, you need to protect yourself against that. And um, we've always been big fans of landlord protection insurance. So Landlord protection insurance is something that you can help with as well, Isaac. Yeah, absolutely. Some of the common things we see are just your basic landlord's cover, which most people are familiar with. And then often, uh, especially in sort of smaller body corp situations, you'll get elements of landlords owning some of the effects that are in the properties themselves. Yeah, so often you'll have elements of um, the landlord's standard landlord's cover, which most, most people are familiar with. But it's a very sort of broad brush term because when you're drill down into them there are all sorts of things like 
loss of rents cover for particular scenarios, touched on methamphetamine as a scenario as well. That's, that's a really ugly scenario that can go really pear-shaped really quickly. And then there's also one that property owners often don't think about, but it's actually their their liability as the property owner. So every now and again, there are situations where a fence may fall fall onto a tenant's car or you have masonry coming off a building and crashing into stuff or worst case scenario we've had so permanently fixed heat pumps coming off walls and smashing through TVs and you actually have uh, an obligation and a liability to your tenants when your property causes damage to their property so that's another thing that is often not considered but when you when you put some scope and perspective around it it is it's sort of well within the realms of possibility in terms of what you need it for. Mm, excellent okay so I know from our personal experience insurance is is one of those things that we like to not think about <laughs> so, but certainly when you need to make a claim you're really pleased that you've got it in place we've we've had a, a couple of situations over the years where we've had to make a hefty insurance claim one of the more recent ones was during a storm our batch, the roof on the batch was damaged during a storm. And yeah, this is, in my opinion, this is where the likes of you guys really comes into its own. If, if you don't have an insurance advisor on your team that can go to battle for you, you have to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so with our batch, for example, it is part of a body corp system. And so we didn't get a choice as to who we had as our insurance advisor. And Paul literally had to do all the donkey work himself. It was like he was chasing up that insurance. It was ridiculous, the amount of time it took him. So just to have some professionals in your team that can have your bat and have your back rather and go to bat for you. If something does go wrong, it's really beneficial. You've got to think about what your time is worth. And um, I'm sure that if you're in a situation where something stressful happens, the last thing you want to be thinking about is dealing directly with insurance companies. So have have professionals like Mike or Isaac on your team and they can do all that for you. Take the stress out of it. Absolutely. In fact, here's another thought as well. Let's just say you're you're a landlord and you've got an issue with the, the house and the house is tenanted. You're going to have pressure from the tenant to actually get that claim sorted. With, with a broker, you are going to get a speedier claim r- resolution. Mm. Brokers do actually have massive amounts of clients with, certain, with, with companies and they can pull their weight and that can also save you a lot of stress as well. Absolutely. Coming back to another example of ours, it sounds like we've had all sorts of nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like this is spanning over 20 years. So, yeah. But we had a situation where we were in the UK visiting Paul's family and it was after a death in the family. So highly stressful situation. We had a phone call from the property manager saying that one of our rentals had had a fire. <laughs> so it was. this was a perfect example of why we work with professionals like these guys. So we picked up the phone and so we spoke to the, we spoke to the property manager and, and found out what had happened. And then we picked up the phone to to our insurance advisor who works with Mike. Uh, He's one of the other owners at at my team. And between them, between the property manager and our insurance advisor, they sorted everything for us while we were in the UK grieving. So just take that pressure off you and lean on professionals who are experts in their field. 
that's my experience highly recommend it (laughs) you never see the everybody knows that ultimately insurance is a bit of a a grudge purchase from most people's perspective and a lot of people don't realize that what you're actually paying for is is that claims experience because otherwise it's just a it's either a bank enforced requirement or it's just it's it's a lot of people will see it as a, an investment that there's no return on but ultimately when those larger events do happen like the the fire that you're referring to um that's where the rubber hits the road that's what you're actually paying for it's when in in the time of need you want what you're paying for to be executed as efficiently as you can and i guess to go into bat for the agent versus the direct insurer what you are actually paying for is partly that um independent um voice that can advocate on your behalf rather than being sort of dictated to by the insurer and and a lot of people are not going to be familiar with a lot of the jargon that's being referred to by the insurance companies you just want the problem solved so you can get on with life and i guess that's probably one thing that i'd I'd comment on in terms of some of those serious claims Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, the other thing is, if, with, with rental properties especially, claims can be multifaceted. And if you're going direct, you may not actually claim on, on things that you may be able to claim on. You may have damage to your property. It could be malicious damage. could be loss of rents, etc. So it's, it's really important to have someone in your corner. Yeah, and I mean, even what little things that can turn out to be big disasters like I mean we've had situations where we've spoken to people who had landlord protection insurance but when they needed to make a claim they discovered that they had the wrong type of landlord protection insurance so they were managing the properties themselves mm-hmm. and one of the conditions of the insurance policy was that the property had to be managed by a professional property manager so they unknowingly voided their insurance so yeah they'd been paying for insurance all that time that was absolutely wasteful you know landlord's obligations yeah yeah absolutely so you you get get these guys to help you out Mm. then make sure that you've got the right insurance for the right cover and that you're not paying more than you have to to protect the stuff that's most important to you yeah yeah It's it's in your policy wording landlord's obligations and that's one of the reasons why you have property managers yeah but i mean to be fair mike how many people do that read all the fine print of every single contract (laughs) i mean every time you get an upgrade from apple do you read all of the fine print you know this is where people get stuck this is where people come undone so yeah and and that's why we rely on the likes of you guys all right, so is there anything else either of you would like to add in just before we wrap up today's podcast? I, I think it's just more around just knowing that that we're here and we're available and we're, we're on your side, whether you're the property apprentice, whether you're listening to this podcast and you're not a client, give us a ring. We're, we're here to make sure that you understand what you've got and whether it's relevant. Yeah, so yeah. Just, just, just lean on us. And Isaac, what's the best way for people to get in touch with you? It's probably via Mike, to be fair. Um, just to yeah, refer back to Mike's earlier comments. So Mike at my team or office at my team and the 0800 882299. And these guys will look after you. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you for joining us today, Isaac and, and Mike. So, yeah, thanks for watching. See you later, guys. Cheers. Th- thanks, guys.